you're listening to watercolor wash a podcast where we talk about paintings mostly about watercolors for self-taught artists and whoever loves paintings hi i'm vasu and we are together in this journey hello and welcome back so in today's episode i actually wanted to share a few things that i have realized um, over the time that how i was just thinking about the time when i was you know i was frustrated and i wasn't making i was making paintings i was like you know uh, good enough uh, but at, at the same time i had this feeling of mediocrity that it's not going the place it should there it should be i was not able to you know um get that aha moment for a really long time it was around like 6 to 7 months i was in and then then the first time i realized like you know uh, started understanding what watercolor is and, and and even then i was not so sure about you know when that aha moment will come in my life and when it came um i i was surprised that like you know it was not a bigger change that i did and it came uh, to me it it clicked me and then um so i realized uh, that uh, while i was thinking about an idea for this podcast today i realized i should talk about that like how it happens uh, what do you feel at that time and and most importantly what caused it uh how how did it happen so um long story short it doesn't happen uh in a day you know like you will get that feeling in a day or even in, in an hour um but that it doesn't happen um in, in a very short period of time it's actually um a lot of effort that you have already put on in your art even though it's a bad effort or that looks bad on that particular day it's contributing constantly um to get that uh, to get that excellence that you are looking for all the failures all the successes all the work in fact that you are doing every day it makes it happen um and i i'll i'll try and you know uh, share something that i learned from it and maybe it can help you maybe not because everybody's journey is a little bit different and everybody's connection to their art is different as well so here are some of my thoughts so you know um, first and foremost thing is you know getting the basics right and getting the basics right uh, doesn't even uh, like you know it's not about learning the basics all the time getting the basics right uh, happens in two ways first of all like you know you, you you need to get a certain level of like a bare minimum requirement that is needed to do uh, and learn watercolor and you you do that from youtube there are various channels uh, and various sources of information and various sources of um, practice and training can get you started with the basics but uh, the actual basics you learn from is when you start applying them and you know when your painting starts coming great but then you think that okay there is something that was lacking 
and that was purely skill, a purely a technical skill. Then you look back at it that, let's say like you're painting a landscape and then you think that, okay, my wet on wet wash was spot on. Like my skies look great. My grass looks green. It's lush green. It looks beautiful. But the house doesn't look good. Uh, but this, like, you know, these shadows are, you know, uh, outliers. And this is making the painting look bad. So, you know, so you go a little bit deeper on that. What is the basic of that? You know, this should have been a dry wash. Or uh, was it supposed to be like, you know, my color is too wet for the shadow. Or uh, I chose a different shade. The values are not matching. All these things eventually, you know, um, it it compels you um, it compels you to learn the basic again only for the short part of that painting and you keep getting better at it and then like you know fourth or fifth painting you're like doing a similar subject you will see a significant difference from like uh, of the same work that you are doing so it's, it's like you know that's like a small aha on that particular day and eventually what will happen is your the frequency of this good paintings will start happening more and more in your life so the, the frequency the first few paintings that you are really proud of you know um, will come like after a long time and then uh, it will come again after a similar long time and then there will be a time when you will think like oh the painting that i was thinking was great it's actually not that great you know this kind of negative thoughts will also come in your mind it, it's it's very common it's very human and it's and also it's not just human it's very artist artists are like especially the self-taught artists we are uh, you know um, very big critics of ourselves so so it happens a lot that we love some work and eventually what after a few days or a few like you know uh, when you, sometimes you get less likes on Instagram for that particular painting that you you loved it changes your perception based on um, based on what others are thinking as well it might be great but you will suddenly start feeling that oh no 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 this this was not great it was my illusion that made me think it was great uh, but yes so let's say that like those aha moment are coming to you in in longer periods of time and how to get it shorter and shorter like one of the ways that i already told you that keep your basics right and you know like how much water what uh, which wash for what subject uh, what texture this particular part what kind of um, planning I need to do, what kind of washes I need to use, what kind of uh, values that I need to use for this particular part of this painting. So all these little, little mindfulness, mind, uh, mindful attempts will, you know, make the frequency higher and higher for you. But I just want to, like, you know, um, tell you now the second part, uh, which will eventually, um, this has got nothing to do with technique this has this is more emotional that will give you that uh, extra horsepower which will instantly jump your uh, painting uh, 
to a very very high level and this is something um, which is very internal to every individual every human being and no egos involved in that uh, but at the same time a uh, lot of self confidence is needed so here it is so you might have seen like you know you have a certain interest and that's that's why and you have a certain taste in painting that's why that's like the first very first reason you started painting because you liked some paintings you know and you wanted to create something and the interest generated some intent in your mind and you want to to do more do better and do something similar to what you have seen and it's it's a it's not a bad idea to you know um idealize someone especially in watercolor you you should look for more and more watercolor over the internet for the old masters and new contemporary artists whom you like like their work so try to find out like four or five people whose painting you really admire and um and one thing you will find very um uh, amazing that all these four or five painters that you have chosen will have a similar style of painting so it it has got a lot to do with your uh, upbringing up, uh the the kind of person you are and like you know especially the taste like made with the taste in food taste in uh, opposite gender like there is a certain look that you're looking for all the time same thing happens in movies like the kind of movies you like and similarly um, it happens in the choice of your paintings as well like the kind of paintings you like are uh, tend to be very similar so you will you will see that four or five artists that you have chosen as like you know your top 4 or top 5 the style that you are looking for and you get that style and try to make your um, attempts try to make your effort um in that direction especially say for instance say like you like an artist a let, let's say it's john singer sargent or maybe andrew white or someone else that uh, of course like you're not competing with their great greatness but they're just for inspiration for idealism that you want to you know uh, pursue your idea and start painting like them not their subjects do not copy their work but you know like find a similar subject find a similar setting and start painting like them you have to feel for a day that i am john singer sargent and i am going to do this and 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 at at the very beginning you will fail maybe you will fail horribly but you know it will it will sow a seed in your heart that you have to get there one day and that day you cannot wait for that day it should happen now it should happen in very soon in very near future so you so that intent when you have that strong urgent intent um it's actually it's kind of a goal setting it's kind of a clear goal setting of how your painting is going to look you know what happens is whenever you want to go somewhere you want to see some idea when when you have a goal you know like even uh, like uh, you are appearing in an exam when you were child you could see like the marks 95 i want to get 
95 out of 100 or maybe I want to get 99 out of 100. 99 and 95 are something which are very easy to visualize, right? You can write a number 99 and it's right in front of your eyes. You want to go to America, you want to go to Paris, Eiffel Tower, you have a picture of it. It's very easy to visualize, you know, and then it becomes much easier to set a goal in that. But the internal goals, for especially for paintings, you never have a clear idea that what I exactly want to create. You know? So that's why this inspiration of looking at the artist that you like is makes so much difference because you can see your dreams in front of your eyes. My dream is to get something similar to this. And I will, uh, and don't get me wrong, I'm not uh, inspiring you to paint exactly like them. I will tell you uh, that it will never come out like them. And it has nothing, got nothing to do with your, your skill and technique. And even if you, um, even if you have same skills, same techniques, it will not look like that. And that's a, there is a very good reason for that. And it's a very good thing it doesn't happen that way. And the reason is, you know, uh, their style, their skill, their technique may be same, but they are not you. You are not them. Uh, your upbringing, your value systems, your thoughts. There might be a slight difference in that. It, it could be very much like them as well, because eventually you are having, both of you are having same taste in, in, in what painting should look like. Um, but at the very same time, you are an individual person who has never met the other person, who has never lived the same life. Even if you are ha having very similar uh, um, social environment that you are living in, very similar uh, riches and um, uh, financial environment you are uh, with that an artist, you correlate a lot with them. But like just the sheer uh, separation in time makes you a lot more different so and it comes out in your work so uh, you, that that does two things first of all you will not look like them your paintings will not look like them it will look closer to that style and uh, that's when you discover your style you know it's it's the same category or same genre or s similar style of painting but it, it is not your voice. Your voice will come out loud and it will come out different. So don't worry about like, you know, getting inspired by the greats. You, you attempt to paint like that. And only if you attempt for excellence, this can happen. If you attempt for mediocrity, it will never happen. You know, you can remain, I have seen like I, I I cannot there are countless people I see their work and they just copy one YouTube video and and they they do fantastic job in copying that but they can never go beyond that you know it's like um, I, I, I think you understand what I'm trying to say that they 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 become a one painting painter they can only paint that like I have seen um, people make, drawing uh, the sea, the seashores. Everybody looks exactly the same. But if you ask them to do suddenly a landscape, 
with a lot of trees and all and all they they will just falter and they will fail miserably and i have seen their uh, <laughs> their trees and other other stuff as well so so if you aim for excellence you know it doesn't matter you fail or pass aiming for the excellence is your birthright and that's the first thing that you should do as an artist never underestimate like what what you can do what you can achieve and it takes an immense amount of uh, effort um, but the good thing is you know if you have a clear goal in your mind that what you are chasing is excellence it will the effort will look effortless it will not feel to you as a pain it will be a joy so yeah you know and all these minor minute details which are um, related to material which are related to skills which are related to techniques you will learn them if you have a strong intent for excellence and not for mediocrity you will learn all that you know even if you are like um, if you're not great with time like you're having a lot of work at office you're doing two jobs even if you are having you know financial crunches to buy art supplies because watercolor is not cheap you will find your ways to do it in a very optimum our minds are such amazing machines it knows exactly how to do how much correction to do in your time how much correction to do in your spending how much correction it needs to do in your sleep it optimize it's it's so adaptable that you can't even imagine and you don't need to worry about it all this uh, law of attraction and all, all these things that you listen on it's basically mind adapting to uh, you know what uh, what you are trying to get better at and uh, just leave it on that you just put the effort you just say yes to excellence and that's the only way that you are going to have that aha moment more closer and closer clo- closer and closer and after that one time you will know now i just need to sit and paint i have found my style i know what to do i i might you will be very well aware of uh, your mistakes but you will never be afraid of your mistakes because you exactly know what you did wrong and how you can fix it and it's just a matter of time and then it's just a matter of opportunity so all this all these things chasing excellence will take you to some place better from where you are right now if it doesn't give you like the success uh, that you're um, also looking for but it will definitely give you that confidence it will definitely give you that internal satisfaction that you're looking for like you will definitely be um, satisfied with your work for sure right now in my position i just the things i uh, lack is it's not the technique the things i lack is not the skills of course we all keep learning but uh, right now i look for time i look for opportunities to go out and plant paint in the plain air i have a full time job and i love it and i also try to strive and get better at my job all the time because you know it's it's such a uh, big boost to me that i have a job that uh, pays my bill and helps me live a, a very good life but at the same time 
um, I I also love to paint and I want to keep that both. Why it's such a good thing? Uh, because you know when I paint, I paint what I want to paint. But if I'm like a full-time artist, probably I'm looking always looking for commission. I'm always following the trend and I'm always doing the work I don't want to do. You know, some of the work I might be wanting to do, but most of the, of the work will be monetary. Uh, it will be driven by the requirement. It will be driven by the requests. And that's uh, like self-taught artists, the artists who are, um, uh, who are just learning and doing it uh, for the sake of um, self-satisfaction, for the, self, uh, for the sake of self-discovery is it's it's the best feeling you know it's like because i have done that part as well like when i try to make money out of art it's not difficult to make money out of art but it's very um i would say like uh, not pleasant in many ways because you have not compromised until now because you're painting whatever you're liking you know but when you have to do um unless you have a big name you know then at that point of time your body of work your research and all those things adds up to your liking and if you have a very big name it helps you uh, it helps you get there immediately so yeah all these things anyways let's come back to chasing excellence chasing excellence is another um, Another good way to chase excellence is, you know, um, visualize a certain painting in a certain style. Uh, like, what if John Singer Sargent has done this particular... Uh, I will take you through a journey. Let's say I'm painting. I'll take you to a two-minute journey of, um, uh, of how I uh, visualize, how I plan uh, one of my paintings and then uh, what kind of result that I get uh, while if I'm chasing something for the excellence. So let's say I want to paint a portrait to, today and I might, the, the, the artist that I like uh, for portraits, it's none other than Andrew White. And if you look at his portraits, they are realistic. He has mostly done it on um, act tempera but many of them are also done in watercolor and he has a surreal uh, style of realism which is very close to what people see how we perceive uh, a face in real life not in a photograph not in an edited format it's very like you know the current greats are like the Korean artists on YouTube you can find like all the skin tones are smooth it's a very pretty standard uh, portrait so I will visualize that in what what if Andrew White had painted this guy this person this, this portrait I'm going to paint today and then I will look at the highlights of what Andrew White did in his subjects and like how was like the the cheekbones the top of the cheekbones what kind of shine was there right below the shine what kind of uh, values he put was it a soft edge was it a hard edge like you know similarly i will i will visualize the image of that painting and then 
I will visualize. Once I have visualized the painting, I am chasing that excellence. I, this is my new goal now. So I, I'll make sure that it looks exactly what I thought it should look like. And the second thing I will do is, you know, now I will, um, now I will uh, strategize and plan my washes. For instance, um, what would be the background? Is it going to be the dry on dry? Because many a times you will see Andrew White painting, uh, the backgrounds are done dry, but with dry brush. I don't know what kind of brush he used for the, those giant uh, backgrounds, which are done in dry, done on dry on dry. Um, um, it might have taken like hours of working like that just for the background. So I, I'll choose the techniques now. Like, you know, is is it a sober white or a lighter background that I want to do? So what kind of, uh, how much wet should the water be? Is it going to be like flat washes or can I put like some waviness on it? So all this minute planning that happens in my mind within two minutes and what, how am I going to do the hair? Like, you know, how much light I can see, how many strands, clear strands I need to draw or paint and what is like the value, um, system on the overall and then I will see the harmony of this painting all these minute details you will plan and when you start doing this let's start painting this you will find out okay this particular area in the cheeks did not I cannot go um, dry brush on the in here I have to have like some sort of wetness because this skin looks smooth for that particular part it's rough on that particular part and, and some other part of the skin is reflecting light from the environment. So it's suddenly a different color. In some locations, the skin is thin. So I can see some green in the skin. So how do I compensate with that? And while compensating all of that, I still need to maintain the harmony, the smoothness and the tenderness of the skin uh, so that it doesn't look rough it doesn't look manly if I'm painting a woman and all these things you know it comes to you while chasing that excellence so you just saw from this journey of two minute exercise of a painting how I visualized it then how I planned it and it, it make it a practice to do for uh, like all of your paintings take a moment before you start visualize it plan it and chase the excellence and it's it's not like it, it doesn't come to you in one day but it will definitely come to you uh, one like sooner than you expect it will definitely come one day but it doesn't come in in one day you know yeah so I think that's that's the way I I made uh, some difference some real difference in my work and in my results and uh, there is nothing um, uh, there's nothing that can replace uh, painting more and more volume cannot replace effort cannot replace excellence uh, sorry excellence cannot uh, cannot uh, replace efforts only the efforts will get the, get you the excellence so paint as much you can uh, like there are a number of days when I don't want to sit to paint 
and there there are more number of days when i don't want to sit but i sit and paint and you know just the sheer volume uh, makes you little bit richer day in day out it's made be a muscle memory or something you you're training yourself to um to uh, you're training yourself to have that moment of brush have that m- movements ingrained in your mind ingrained in your muscles and that that will help you get there i hope um you like this episode and uh, this was me just uh, pouring my heart out what i usually think what i usually do um and i'll be very happy uh, if if any of these words of mine uh, helped you uh, or at least give you some kick um, i'll be very happy uh, about that uh, before uh, before i go just uh, please do check out my links uh, you can directly dm me on my instagram i try to respond every question i get and uh, do check out my skillshare link um, my email is there and also i have a facebook page so you can just um, reach out to me the the best way you want to and thank you for listening thank you so much bye bye